Hey, it's Brad Parker, Crystal Palace fan, and you are listening to the Drunkard United Football Show. It's a parade. Oh, it's a fucking parade for Crystal Palace right parade. now. It is yes. the biggest of parades. It's a parade for goals. You know it was a parade? Daddy, this fucking weekend, <laughs> four-day fucking bender and a 13-hour car ride. But I'm still here on the mic, ready to do the show for you because I am a fucking professional. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, is the perplexed Samuel Graham. Sammy, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm actually not perplexed. It's just my face. Okay. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, you know, it's it's interesting to see you where you're not looking in your phone the entire time that I'm talking in the beginning, but you're actually looking at me and you looked with bewilderment. So uh, yeah, it's not the normal yeah. blue light that I experienced because I always uh, figure at out the start of the show. I always figure out what I'm going to call you. <laughs> Right as I say hello and welcome <laughs> to the Junkie United Football Show. <laughs> We're recording at Studio H just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. By the way, three reviews on uh, iTunes recently. Some great little uh, oh, really? five-star ratings. Really appreciate it. Don't go looking them up now. Look them up later. No, I, I, I got you. I have you. to look them up now. Oh, you're killing me. All right. Well, I'm about ready to throw it back to you. Should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Sam, why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch? Uh, yeah, you can get in touch via email at dufootballshow at gmail.com or on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at dufootballshow. Yeah. For some of the older listeners, that's the at symbol, the A with the circle around it. Oh, very good. Nicely done. Props to Samuel Graham. Thanks. Well done. Um, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, even if we've been drinking all fucking weekend, we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show. And every single show, Sammy, I found one in Chicago. Why don't you tell people about it? Absolutely. This is number 17 on Whiskey Advocate's Top 20 from last year. This is the Bottled and Bond New Riff Rye. Um, it will run you between $45.99 and $49.99. And if you're smart, you'll know what Bottled and Bond means. Hunter proof. Mm. This is the ones where the U.S. government actually comes in, stamps the barrels after they watch you fill the barrels, mm -hmm. and then they come and watch you unseal the barrels uh, after said time of them. I think it's four? Four years? Minimum of four years. Yeah, minimum of four. Uh, this one is a 100% rye. Um, the master distillers here learned uh, some distilling techniques of the very famous Bottled and Bond, uh, not Bottled and Bond, I'm sorry, 95.5, that uh, the master distiller at the Seagram's Distillery came up with many, many years ago. Oh, very cool. The new riff, though, which is where it gets its name, mm -hmm. that 5%. This is 100% rye. That 5% that's changed from uh, what do they normally use? Barley. Wheat, barley. Yeah, it's normally that 5%. 5 is malted rye. Ooh. Instead of malted barley. Malted barley. 
Okay, yeah. very good. Um, nose, uh, you'll get some spice uh, showing mint, black pepper, um, and vanilla. A little bit of orange peel uh, and wood. Cinnamon spice on the taste with vanilla and sweet toffee. Um, and then fills your mouth with rye spice after that. Uh, and then a bold rice, rye spice on the finish with a little bit of buttercream, uh, lingering brown sugar, plus a mineral grassy rye tone that fades slowly. And all of that is spot fucking on. It is lovely. And, and you know excellent. what? Pretty much the only people doing 100% rye is whistle pig. So to see somebody else doing it, and also American whiskey at that, which yep. is highly uncommon because pretty much the best you can get is that Seagram's blend, which is the Alberta, five. right? Yep. Alberta, I mean, I'm not Alberta, but um, um, Midwestern Grain Producers, MGP, yep. is normally, that's the highest mix that they have, and that's pretty much the highest mix in the U.S. Correct. Um, so to see somebody new doing that, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Like yeah, it. awesome. And then and doing their own little take on it. So it's <laughs> fantastic. Like I said, it'll run you between $45.99 and $49.99 by everything I found online. What did you actually pay for it, kind sir? Uh, 46 I think. $46.99, I there believe it was. Yeah. Bang. Yeah, it was... Fabulous. It well deserving of its top 20 placement. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All right, kids. Let's have ourselves Thumbs a up. Let's do this. Leeds Rod Jenkins. The fuck? <laughs> you weren't ready for it, were you? No. You what? had no defense for this, do you? No. Neither did half of the fucking Premier League, mate. <laughs> Here's your first segment. Goals galore. Oprah's, Oprah's segment, we're going to call this one. Okay. Uh, Leeds 4, Fulham 3, Leicester 4, Burnley 2, Tottenham 5, Southampton 2, Everton 5, West Brom 2. Leeds, back-to-back, seven fucking goal games Jesus. for a goal differential of zero <laughs> and a one-and-one one record. Absolutely fucking fantastic. I, I was just more fascinated by uh, Marcelo Bielsa just walking around in circles looking at his toes, fucking mumbling <laughs> the entire time. Now, I was like, is he actually coaching or is he just is his mind just someplace else? Like every time on the sideline, just... Marcelo walking around in a circle, looking at the ground, <laughs> and just walking around in a circle. Sit, sit back on his bucket for 10 minutes. <laughs> it was Get up, brilliant. walk around in a circle. I, 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 will, I will continue to steal your quote for the remainder of the year. Right here. Right in, the right in my fucking veins. Please. Him all the fucking time. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, I, I don't understand the level of defending. Well, the lack of defending. There is no level to the defending right. um, that went on this weekend. Uh, VAR fucked it a few times back to normal. Yeah. At least that's, you know, there's one constant in our lives. This was one of those games with one of those penalties that I don't think was a penalty. Right. You know, there was a couple of those this weekend. Uh, also some red cards. I think, I think the red cards were actually spot on and another rescinded red card, uh, over the weekend. This, this weekend I wrote down these stats, six braces, one hat trick, one quadruple, Four red cards from the field and one red card for the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I think they call four a haul. A haul? A okay. Hall. A haul of goals, yeah. Uh. It's a brace, hat trick, haul, and then I don't think there's anything after that. You're Until a you get to six. Blowjobs 24 <laughs> hours, seven days a week if you got five in a game. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Uh, four assists for Harry Kane, too. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But, yeah, um, interesting. Tim Ream was dropped for this one. Right. Um, after yeah, they, they his, had the new kids in. Yeah. Uh, after his kind of howler um, against us in the, in the opening weekend. Uh, but Helder Costa opened up the scoring after just four and a half minutes. Fantastic strike of the ball. Oh, it was a great um, hit. That's the one that's that's really going to get talked about. The other one, uh, the other ones were, were pretty basic, I think. Um, but what a game. 
It was, just, you it was could never You could never look away. And it and here they are. Uh, so I'm watching, like I said, I'm in Chicago. I'm watching with uh, with Melissa's uncle, who's not really a, a football fan. Like he's, you know, Midwestern guy. He's NFL and, a, and MLB all day, right? And he's watching. He's kind of asking questions. And at four to one for leads, he's like, why are they still pressing? Why, why aren't they trying to, like, hold on to the lead? And I go, you see because, that guy on the bucket? Oh, the one walking around in circles <laughs> talking to himself? Because that's what that lunatic does. He just never takes the foot off the and and they start scoring goals. And he's like, you know, you know, I think it was two from it was two from Mitro, right? Yeah. Yes, Mitro, one he from was, the spot and yeah. and then a, a one from open play. And we're just like, how how are you like seriously, guys, you can't continuously do this. This is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Oh, yeah. Now in the meantime. It's fun as shit to watch. 100%. Oh, my God. It's a fucking blast to watch. You, you, come on. Mo- most times you go, oh, the two newly promoted sides, uh, it's going to be a fucking snooze fest, right? You don't even yeah. want to watch it. No. It was a fucking fantastic Balls game. to the fucking wall, man. Oh, my God. It, it was, was excellent. What a way game. to announce yourself into the Premier League. God. Period. Mel. My Lord. Robin Cock gave away a penalty again. Yep. Mm. Slid in pretty stiff. Yeah. <laughs> Had a hard time. <laughs> you are you are not gonna let those dick jokes go. I am nope. too tired to be witty. He, <laughs> <laughs> he uh he did not cover himself in glory, no. nor his team. I, I think I think what Bielsa had done, he goes, get I'm me a not center touching that one. He, he goes, get me a center back. He gets him a center back, he takes him aside, looks at me, he goes, You stop teams from scoring. And that's all the advice he got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's much. exactly what he's done. Pretty much. Man. That's funny. Oh, what are you going to do? All right, Lester Burnley. Yeah. Uh, thanks, fucking Burnley. Seriously. Fucking thank you. <laughs> I could have had nice things. I could have had Everton at the top of the table. But no, you had to ship four goals, which is something you never fucking do. Yep. Jesus. And really, it started fairly even. It was 1-1 at halftime. Uh-huh. Um, shots were even. Possession ended up being dominated by Lester, as you would expect yeah. from anybody playing Burnley, to be honest with you. Um, but Chris Wood had the opener. Lester took the lead, or I'm sorry, Burnley took the lead here. I mean, yeah, uh, a, exactly. A great finish as well. Um, lovely, lovely goal. Good strength, good reaction. Um, a perfect meathead goal. Mm-hmm. And Chris Wood is one of the biggest meatheads in the Premier League. I'd say him and Mitro were probably the two biggest meatheads, besides Harry Maguire. Right. Definitely Harry Maguire's number one. Sorry. How how I explained yeah. how I explained uh, Mitro to uh, my uncle as we're watching the match. I go. Um, yeah, you see that big guy up there? Um, he's he's Serbian, so he's mean as shit, and he's very he's a very good player. He he knows how to score and get around the goal, and he's just he's a dick. Yeah, all, all the all time. the time, like all the time, all the time. And then there's like he does something cynical. Like five seconds later, the guy goes, "Ah, I like him." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but some some wild stuff in this game. Slack defending uncharacteristically, honestly, from from Burnley. Uh, saw James Justin get his goal, um, and then the, really they just got sucked over onto the left side of the play and completely forgot about that overlapping run he made to the far post. Had time to take a touch and then slot it home nicely. Uh, to be fair to him, Jimmy Dunn with a header, uh, just will and determination yep. to to win that to and win then, that uh, goal and then an own goal for the uh, other goal for yep, them right from my left back on yeah. my fantasy team. Excellent, Eric well Peters finished job. with a negative two. Wonderful quality. It, it, disappointing <laughs> for Burnley because you had the extra week. You would think you'd be prepared, and although 
although Leicester won 3 nothing against West Brom, they needed a lot of help. They needed two penalties to do that. And you would have thought the tough, t- tough, tried and true defense that is Burnley would have probably put them to the sword a little bit more, made them play a little tougher, and they just didn't. Yeah. They didn't at all. I'm with you. Completely agree. Um, Leicester grew into the game. Like I said, it started fairly even, and yeah. Burnley went up early. And it's, Leicester's looked a little shaky here and there. Right. In, in patches. But then in both instances so far this season, they've grown into the game, got their feet under them, and started to play the football we've come to expect from them over the last few years. And currently find themselves sitting top of the fucking league. Yep. I mean, I know just two weeks in, yeah. but they're top of the fucking league. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? So they're in with a shout. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 5,000 to 1. 5,000 to 1. <laughs> Not this year. 5,000 to 1. That's right. All right. Uh, Twattenham, Southampton. 5-2. Um, I, I can tell you right now, um, I was bender all day drinking um, for all four days. So daddy slept in for this one and figured Mr. Graham would pick up the heavy load. I'm glad I didn't watch it because all I would have done was just scream about the, you know, the inspiration to the children. Oh, yeah, and it was a, a lovely hole. Sam, the children, <laughs> Mr. Son. So Southampton were excellent for the opening 40 minutes, and Spurs looked bang average. Yeah. Um, Ings had a great take on 32 minutes to put Southampton in top, another team going up top front and then shipping a boatload of goals uh, immediately after that. Yeah. Um, Son, though, got his first in first half stoppage time. It was a wonderful finish. Um, and then I don't know what happened in the dressing room. At 1-1 at halftime, you'd think, all right, we're in this with a fighting chance. Let's come out. Let's do stuff. Ooh, ooh, I know what happened. Giovanni Lacelso happened. Jose looked at everybody and said, if you all don't start playing well, you don't get to golf with Gareth. <laughs> Period. End of discussion. <laughs> That's right. And they were inspired. Fair enough. Could be. Could absolutely be. Son rattled three more uh, goals off, obviously, and Harry, and then assisted Harry Kane for the fifth. Harry Kane then given man of the match. <laughs> for four assists and a, a goal? Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. What a Couldn't have happened dick. to a nicer guy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mouth breather. I guess the p- people voting for the awards are fucking mouth breathers, too. Must be. So there shouldn't really have been a penalty. Um, I discussed this for mm-hmm. Southampton second, uh, just like in the Leeds game. I don't know. Or no, I'm sorry. It was the Palace. No, it was Leeds and Palace. Both had shit yeah. penalties given as well. Well, shit penalty, and then De Gea got called for coming off the line. Also, as well. Oh, yeah. and yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but VAR did call it a penalty. Uh, it was it was nuts. I, I really do, though, think that your game plan as Southampton should not be, let's get 9-0 out of the way so we could be good the rest of the year. Let's do it now. Right. That shouldn't be the game plan. No. And that's what it looked like. They were lethargic uh, in the second half. They they just didn't look like they won it. When, when Spurs, they, there's no real statistical correlation between a team scoring in first half stoppage time to either equalize or take the lead, you being deflated and then coming out flat in the second half. That's There's no real stats that back that up. But all of us as athletes know that mm-hmm. if we do that to somebody, it's a psychological thing, right? Right. And Southampton showed that weakness, showed that mental weakness immediately following halftime. Yeah. Where they, uh, where Son just ran rampant, and they allowed him to do that. Yeah. So that's that's my take on it. Um, Everton five, West Brom two. Uh, let me say the following. I said it last oh, week. I'm sorry. Did you call your doctor? Uh, why? 
for the erection you've experienced that's obviously lasted more than four hours. Oh, I don't have that problem like Kyle Martino <laughs> does for Liverpool, but well said. Mel, I wrote that. <laughs> that's pretty good. As I'm going to do stand-up. Follow uh, me on Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, was, I said this last week. I'm going to say it again this week. Pereira and Diangana are gems. They're really, really fucking talented. Hear that, they're, West Ham? They're really really fucking talented. <laughs> it's a shame, unfortunately for West Brom, that their central midfield and their defense is below bang average. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to go so far to call it other incomplete shit yet, but their mid, their central midfield, now, not the easiest thing in the world to have to go up against, you know, Alan DeCore and, and Andres Gomez, and then you have Richie, Dominic Calvin-Lewin, and James all coming at you as well. But you got to at least show some Something. kind yeah. of reserve. And they got worked. Yeah. I don't even recall, and I'll, I'll look it up real quick, but I, I don't recall them getting many cards either, West Brom. Well, other than other than, other than the red, the, I mean the big well, red. Well, the, the red, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, that was Kieran Gibbs punching Hamas in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But other than that, I, I don't remember them getting any cards for real, and that's something I don't like to see. Yeah, if yeah. you're beginning to get pumped, stand up for yourself. That's the only card they got was his straight red. Yeah. That's bullshit. Put a motherfucker on the ground. Yeah. Let him Cal- know you're Cal- not going to fucking have a nice time now. Calvin Calvin Lewin's gotten two on you, and he's going for his, I mean, his third, which is the clear away, easiest fuck header. Yep. Like, somebody needs to put that fucker on the ground. Exactly. Like, you got to hit him. Like, 100%. Like, uh, fantastic um, VAR decision-making in this game. Oh, uh, God, However, yes. though, with the header, obviously, for the opener, yep. coming off of the West Brom player, thus ruling Calvert-Lewin onside, and the goal being allowed to stand. And Calvin Lewin in the air puts his foot behind the ball and back heels it on the jump. Yeah, looks good. <laughs> I'll tell you what, each each year, and then I really want to kind of get, I, I got a few things here, and then I want to kind of get more to the red cards in particular. Yep. Each year, we always have someone where we go, how the fuck did they make top five in scoring, right? Last year would be Danny Ings, right? right? Just kind of out of nowhere, a surprise. Hell, the year Lester won the title, who would have thought fucking Jamie Vardy? Because the year before and all that time before, he was a 10 to 12 goal scorer. He was, I mean, he was a scrappy guy, but he's, what, that season he scored in uh, 17 straight games or some shit? Like, I mean, yep. like, broke, broke Ruth Von Nisselroy's record. Out of nowhere. He's got nothing but fucking talent around him, and all he's got to do is pick up the fucking trash. Do you think Dominic Calvin Lewin could be that guy this year where we just at the end of the year go, he finished third in scoring with 24 fucking goals? Like, whoa. It's possible. He's still young, so he could be streaky. But Everton are approaching this with a clear game plan, obviously. Yeah. A a lot of teams have have now picked that up this season, where last season we saw some of the new coaches coming in, some of the things that were happening. We saw my boys in particular – People not have plans, not right. have a you know a point of attack. This is how we're going to play. We're going to play our <laughs> stuff, and I think he'll benefit from that absolutely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And w- we'll see if his his now experience because he was relied upon last year all season was his first real run in a top level team ever. Right. To some success. So yeah, fifteen goals with that experience. Somebody like Tammy, I think Tammy Abraham should be starting. Right. You know, and having Werner, who can play out wide, run off of him. Right. Um, because he, 
as you said, what was 17 goals for him last season? Right. Those players need to be playing. And all you're going to do by dropping them in Tammy's instance is damage his confidence and and credibility. I and don't when, know why Tammy hasn't been loaned out yet because if he's not going to start fucking have him he go needs play to go somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. I loan, lo- keep back him in the villa. Leave him yeah, in the prem. Loan him back to Villa. Fuck, they need him. somebody. No, not anymore. They got the Triori too now from uh, from Leon. Loan him to West Brom. They yeah. need goals. Yeah, they do. Fuck yeah, they do. You know, but but Dominic Calvert Lewin, it seems like he's got Ancelotti's confidence, <clears throat> and now he has people around him mm-hmm. that can give him that service on a regular basis. And if Richarlison's having a shit day, Hamas is there. And if Hamas is having a shit day, Andres Gomez is there with one twos and wall passes. Mm-hmm. And Richarlison's there for crosses. And Digne's there for crosses. And Seamus Coleman, when he's fit, is there for crosses. Yeah. So now he's got service. It's only about the finishing. He doesn't have to create anything on his own. He doesn't have to do anything. He's strong. He's balanced. And 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 he's got a good eye for goal. I think he could be one where Danny Ings found himself last season. Yeah. Um, staring down the barrel of an England call-up for the Euros, yeah. especially because Harry Kane was hurt going into COVID. Yeah. The talk was Danny Ings leading the line for England at the Euros. I think if Dominic Calvert-Lewin maintains his level from last season and then ups it just a little and plays consistently. Right. You're going to see him in an England shirt for the Euros next summer. I, I would I would tend to agree with that. So he has a hat trick. Uh, Hamas, potentially taking Tammy's place. Yeah, that wouldn't in surprise that me. Hamas scores his first goal. Uh, Belter. Yeah. Belter. You're like, you're like, oh, that that's why we got him right there. You know, all the passing is great, but you see that and you just go, oh, yeah. And then has one assist. And then Richarlison has two assists. Richarlison's still not in the net yet, but it's like you just feel like, oh, that time's coming. In fact, one of the goals was the ball came to Richarlison from Hamas, and noticing that he wasn't going to get it on target, tipped it across, and Calvin Lewin swung in and knocked it home. Very unselfish from him, where he would have, in recent seasons, been completely selfish in that situation. So let's do the the, the red cards real quick. The first one, um, Kieran Gibbs, you're a veteran player. I don't care what uh, Hamas nudged you or if he's talking shit to you or if he's been talking shit to you all game. You know better. You know better. Right. Kick him in the fucking shins one time and take a fucking yellow card. Absolutely. Don't slap him in the face. Because guess what happens when you slap somebody in the face? Red card. That's straight red. Straight red. You can't do that. It's You you wait. You remember that. Say, okay, motherfucker. I gotcha. Yeah. And you tell him in English. And, uh, I mean, you played in Arsenal's team long enough, had a load of Spaniards there. Yeah. Probably could tell him, listen, motherfucker, in Spanish, too. Yeah, and put him on his fucking ass. And you wait two, three plays next time he's running at you. Yeah. And you just throw his shoulder right in the middle of his chest and then stand over him. Easy. It's not hard. I've done it a thousand times, Mm -hmm. which is why I've gotten a lot of yellow cards in my day. But I haven't gotten a ton of reds. Yeah. Because I don't just often slap people in the face for no fucking reason. Because he bumped me. Like, come on, man. Um, the red card at halftime to Sylvan S- Slavon Bilish. Slavon Bilish. Uh, I think uncalled for. I would uh, tend to agree with you. Now, there's been other shows that I've listened to that said you could hear the audio, you could hear him cussing. Yes, you could hear him cussing. Everybody cusses at everybody all the time. After he got the red card. Right. He was walking behind Mike Dean. Mike Dean, doing uh, some DBAC out there, was walking away from him, not turning around or even acknowledging him. Guess what uh, Billich was talking to, to, trying to talk to him about? 
not the red card. He was talking to him about a foul he believed that he had missed, and he had missed a few fouls, and he was like, look, I just want you to talk to me, and he's just trying, and right. And then Dean turns around, gives him a red card, and walks well, this, away. This is at this is at halftime, right? Yes. At halftime. I would say it was an uncalled red. I, Mike I, Dean has seen an opportunity here. you got to think about who you're talking about. Right. There's literally no football happening. Yeah. The television cameras are fixed on the tunnel where everybody is walking. Yeah. And Dino's like, I could be the star of this show. <laughs> That's very true. Not a problem. Very true. He he. You know. Well, you notice he got rid of the beard. He was like, ooh, too many people liked me with the beard. I need to go back to being a dickhead. Yeah, I just need to mix it up. <clears throat> yeah, it's <clears throat> referees. You deal with a lot of shit. We're not saying you don't, but if a coach is addressing you professionally, it is your job to turn around and respectfully listen. You don't have to say a word. You have to say. I'm satisfied with the decisions on the field and walk away. But you at least turn around and you look them in the and fucking you, eye. And you acknowledge them. You yep. acknowledge their, okay, I hear you. You look like a fucking punk yep. when, you just, when you're walking away and then he's just trying to get your attention. He's not cussing. He's not swearing. His voice is raised, but it's nowhere close to being screaming. It was like what Clattenburg did to... Uh, to Carlo in, in last right. season where it was like on your way, on your way and off your pop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, like, to, to, and he's not even yelling. He's talking to him logically and he just said like, seriously, yeah. fuck, f- fuck yourself. Well, referees have egos also. And I guarantee you, he saw an opportunity here to be the star of the show. I've already sent off a West Brom player. Everton's going to win this game. <laughs> Very right? good. Not yeah. a problem. So I'm not going to play another, another part in this. I need there to be a talking point about myself. I want to break Twitter again. <laughs> <laughs> so he sends off Slavon Village. Excellent. That's so uh, so you all done there, uh, Leeds Roy? Yes. Leeds Roy Jenkins is done, and uh, you can have the show back. An early season heavyweight fight, and our first big upset happened this weekend. Liverpool 2, Chelsea nil, Palace 3, Man U 1. I almost did it again. You almost, you almost jumped in again <laughs> just to fucking do it. Ah, uh, you really love yourself, don't <laughs> I you? I do. That's why I wore my "It's All About Me" shirt today. Ah, well said. Well said. <laughs> uh, clear red card in the Liverpool Chelsea match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of three rugby tackles this weekend. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and and that also happened. We'll, we'll talk about it later in the the Villa game. I'm sorry if you make it even questionable. If your hands are on them, it does not matter how hard or soft the foul is. If you are the last defender, and it doesn't matter how close the goalie is to the play either. If you're the last defender and they're clear away between the sticks going right at goal, you're getting sent the fuck off. Yep. It's over. You're, you're, it's, it's going to happen every single time. And in both instances, how do you let it happen in the first half? Just let them on. Yep. Let them on. You know, let Absolutely. them on, run, run with them, bump them a little, you know, but just yeah, let them in. Let and them at, in. at that point in the game as well, you have time to come back. If he scores, it means fuck all. You right. can get that goal back. Absolutely. You get the red. It's fucking you over. Have to, you have to reorganize. You have to, you know, but it gives you the opportunity to do that with 11 men on the pitch. That game had all the makings of a drab nil nil. Let's fill each other. Let's feel each other out or a one one draw. You single-handedly changed that game by getting sent off. Yeah, both keepers yep. actually started well, and there was some good football on display yeah. uh, to start the game. Even Keppa played okay at the beginning. Yeah. And then Keppa Keppa. Yes, he did. 
Uh, the first goal. Um, I mean, can you really call it a brace to Mane, or do you call it, you know, he got one and then gifted another? It was like buy one, get one free day. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was BOGO day at the bridge. That's true. <laughs> it was BOGO day at the bridge. I love it. He, <laughs> um, so the, the first one, it, not really a surprise. Mane got his five head all over that cross. Oh, Lovely yeah. from Roberto Firmino. I, I think uh, he's and, actually trimming that hairline back further so he can get more <laughs> optimum head ball availability <laughs> on that big old head. He's got 5G for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sadio Mane is spreading COVID through 5G. <laughs> Guaranteed. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly guaranteed. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> and then Keppa. Ah, oh, Keppa. Why? Just put your foot through it. Yeah, just get rid just, of it. Just put your foot through it. Put it out for a corner. Put it out for a throw-in. Pass it back to somebody else and make it their fault. Well, the thing what are is, you doing? Is, he tries a weak-ass vertical pass mm-hmm. from inside of his six, knowing Mane, one of the quickest players in the Premier League, is is chasing him down. I would start Because he received, he received yeah. the pass from that side it, right? It, that yeah. Mane was running from. He could see him on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first time, crank it downfield. Right. Reorganize. Well, here's, here's the it. thing. It's, it's, the, it's the pep tiki-taka style of play, playing it out of back, and it's like it's the new bright, shiny toy. Every club wants to do it. I mean, even smaller sides or lesser ability sides are like doing it. They're, they're all doing it. I think we are going to see, on average – a goal a week from this shit because it's just it's so it's so risky and it's just meant for there to be a screw up but I mean you, you saw to, Liverpool do it to Arsenal last last season like it just that shit's gonna happen but you ha- and Arsenal do it to Watford the season before Ben right. Foster you have you have to have your own mind at the same time the coach can give you the manager can give you the game plan he can give you this is what we want to do but in these minor situations, right, that clearing it down the line in this minor situation doesn't ruin the game plan. What it no. did was you cleared the danger. Yeah. Occasionally, you just have to fucking do what's necessary. Uh, in the Villa game today. Well, well if your ref, I mean, if your, coach starts, if your coach starts yelling at you, you just be like, I didn't like what I saw. I got rid of it. Yeah. I mean, listen, in the, in, yell in, at you in, for the, that. in the Villa game today, Emmy Martinez came out. It was a, a pretty dangerous cross or a cross into mm-hmm. a dangerous area. Emmy Martinez came out to the edge of the six to catch, and Consa headed it behind for a corner. What Emmy Martinez do? Slapped him on the ass. Well done, mate. You, you deal with it. You take responsibility and fucking deal with it. Right. Right. This was was bullshit. And even if Frank is telling him to play out of the back, even if that's the case. Right. Right. You have to take matters into your own hands. Be your own man. Stand up and take fucking responsibility. Right. I don't care if the manager yells at me in that situation. There are many times playing indoor. Right. I've gotten yelled at for clearing because nobody was talking and I didn't know where, excuse me, where the opponents were. Yeah. Right. Somebody was closing me down or not. And I'm not going to get caught dwelling on the ball. I cleared it to nobody. Right. And I had time, but nobody told me I had time. Hey, so fuck like, you guys. Fuck you. Right? Tell me I got time. I don't give a shit. Tell me what I have. I can't see full 360. Let me know what I got around me. Right. And then I can deal with it. They should have been screaming to him out, out, clear it. Right. You know, away, 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 yeah. away. Afuera, motherfucker. Yeah. Afuera. You know what I mean? So uh, it's completely his fault. End of story. And, um, and he, if anybody, because I heard some of the pundits saying, well, maybe his manager told him to do it. Fuck that. Take responsibility and clear the ball. 
Right. Stupid. You tell them I didn't feel comfortable. I needed to get it away. The manager is not going to yell at you. This is exactly why they're going to put a 72 million pound goalkeeper on the bench when they buy that kid from Wren. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to happen. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, other than that, it was a rather drab affair. Like, yep. I mean, I mean, it's, as, it's as is most of the top six games. Great, great win for Liverpool. Taking nothing away from that. That's you know what you're in their building with the team that's supposed to be the new bright shiny toy. That's gonna fucking. Uh, I need to stop saying that because I've said it now three times, <laughs> and that's not going to be the title of the show. <laughs> um, but they keep. That's the team that's going to quote dethrone you right like this is the one you got to watch out for that is a great answer to that team absolutely as was the penalty save was a great second round reach around for me oh yeah and now you cunts can't make fun of me anymore because my goalkeeper scored more than most of the league strikers this week hey well done finally (laughs) finally it's the second game law of averages he's on five points (laughs) uh my keeper still did pretty darn well for me too because he made lots of saves. That's the big thing. Lots <laughs> and lots of saves. And that leads us into our next game, which is Crystal Palace. Shocking Manchester United. Is it? Was it shocking? That was fucking pathetic from Manchester United. One of the worst performances I've seen from them. Fucking shocking. Fucking shocking. Palace honestly should have had three more. Yeah. yeah. And then take the one away because it was a shit penalty call. That I don't agree with. Pogba seemed completely disinterested in the match. And of course, still getting over COVID. And then and then got subbed out, got subbed out with the possible replacement, which now means is Pogba back to being bitchy whiny Pogba again and wants to get sold. And like oh, and here's the other here's the other great thing. You can guarantee the following now. Um, Bob Woodward, right? Uh, no, that's the journalist. The, that outed Trump. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they told us all what we already knew. Yeah, the, cha- the chairman. Of, Ed uh, Woodward. Ed Woodward. Thank you. I knew it was Woodward. I just couldn't remember his first Burning name. Burning bags of poop on his doorstep. Yeah. Uh, um, last season a few times. I, I can guarantee you this is what's going to happen. Need a central defender. Need a central defender. Need a central defender. Overpay for Jaden Sancho. Yeah. This is exactly what's going to happen. 100% because Jaden Sancho will sell shirts. And it will fix nothing. 100%. It will fix fucking nothing. Absolutely. And the thing is, is Lindelof needs to be off that fucking field. He needs to be off the fucking field. The problem is, who are they going to put in? Eric Bailly? Phil Jones? (laughs) What are they going to do? That's why they need to fucking buy a center back. No, well, I agree with you. Yeah, but Lindelof is going to play. Sorry, West Ham's offering fucking $25 for Tchaikovsky from Burnley? Offer fucking 30 and take him. He's better than any other option you have next to fucking Maguire. Even injured as he is now. I mean, it's just fucking, it's... And Maguire's head is still in Greece, apparently. Horrible. I don't know what he saw in that Greek prison, but it's changed him. (laughs) He's a big pussy now. It was just, it was woeful. Loads upon loads of possession. Yep. But they were outshot by Crystal Palace. Yeah. It, it, they took I mean, none of their chances. Granted, they were, no they were fans wasteful. there, but at Old fucking Trafford. Yeah, at Old Trafford as well. Exactly. Yeah. Lovely take from from Vanderbeek, though. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, that was a, a good finish from him, a debut goal yep. for him. Yep. But that is literally the only positive Manchester United could take from that. Saha got me uh, fifteen points this week. Yeah, that was nice. It was it was a, a great display from Crystal Palace. I can't believe I'm saying it, Brad, but. Crystal Palace looked so far very organized in the real deal. It's you know what, but Jordan Ayew, 
fucking sucks. Oh my god, what a <laughs> shit penalty. Well, well, now you knew who not uh, who is, is not going to take penalties for you when Milivojevic <laughs> is not on the pitch. Not Jordan. Jordan I, no. The, not the, at all. I have a problem with this actually. Okay. First it was a shit penalty. Yeah. Okay. Then, okay, I agree the coming off the line. Oh, he was way off. Yeah. Way off. He was he was not close to the line yeah. anymore. Yeah. But if it needs to be retaken, I believe it should be retaking exactly how it was unless there's an injury. Yeah, you can't sub out the you guy. You should not be able to switch out the penalty taker. Yeah, make make IU go up and take it uh-huh. again. Yep. I you know what? I would I have agree, a problem with I that. would agree with that. I would definitely right. I mean even though it got me valuable fantasy points, which is what uh, all that really matters. So, right. No, but, I, no I, I agree you're looking through your 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 blue and red fantasy my fantasy glasses. colored glasses. <laughs> yeah. My fantasy, my 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 dream coded glasses. Yeah, there right? you go. Little stars and kaleidoscopes in my glasses right. when we're talking fantasy, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert: Sam lost this week. <laughs> the, uh, so it didn't matter anyway. Not by much. <laughs> Still scored a lot of fucking points. Whole lot more than everybody else. Enter a mile, except the guy you were playing. Actually, that's uh, okay. <laughs> he was in second. I was in first. Now I'm in second, and he's in first. You're not. Oh, okay. Well, BBR because right, I anyway. won. Six points. He won. He has six points. I'm still in third. Uh-huh. But I'm only uh, plus minus. I'm uh, my my point differential. I'm thirty points behind him. Okay. But we're coming on to that. But you're behind me, right? No. Oh wow. You are, you are one and one. I'm two and zero. Oh. Okay. I have well, six points to your three. All right. Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll get that soon enough. When I play you, because you score like twenty points a game. So I'll be fine. Sorry. Don't worry all right, about go it. Go ahead. Keep it going. I forgot. Completely forgot what I was talking about. The shooter changing the yeah, shooter. Yeah, it's fucked up. I think it's, it's stupid. Just like in in the NBA, free throws. The person that gets fouled has to take the free throws unless it's unless it's a uh, uh, an injury, mm-hmm. right? And then um, with that, if there's a, a lane violation, which there never is in the NBA, but if they ever were to call it, mm-hmm. that shooter has to retake his shot. Yeah, you know why you can't change that. It's I think it's ridiculous that they were allowed to do that. If, oddly enough, dare I say, Everton Crystal Palace next week, the marquee matchup? No. Arsenal plays Liverpool Monday night, you twat. I know, I'm just being <laughs> silly. Come on. That's it, why I had to call it, you out for it. It's called it's called an entertaining radio show. You and know? they Come pay on. to hear me bust your balls, my friend. Uh, you don't want any part of what's going on down here after no. a 13-hour car ride. Mel. <laughs> <laughs> no. They don't pay for it. It's free. <laughs> I know. If they did want to pay for it, how could they pay for it, Sam? <laughs> www.patreon.com backslash DU football show where you can sign up to three tiers uh, and get access to all various sorts of fun shit. You know, he threw that to me over the weekend. He was telling my uncle about uh, the show and the subscribers. And he goes, yeah. oh, Mel, and how would someone find that? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. You know, always be fucking selling, baby. Always be, well, always be closing, but always And selling. before we get into the third segment, yeah. Mel, uh-huh. will you be so kind as to yes. deliver us the weather, please? Uh, <laughs> it is uh, currently 47 degrees. There you go. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> and you could find that lovely report uh, the first time the joke was made on the Soundcheck episode, which you get... <laughs> On Patreon. Very good. All right, rounding out the rest of the league in O. So that happened. Arsenal 2, West Ham 1. Brighton 3, Newcastle 0. Villa 1, The Blades 0. City 3, Wolves 1. Solid win for the Gunners, right? I mean... Uh, yeah, it was. I, I feel like we did get a little lucky at times. Mikel Arteta even said it in his post-match. Mm-hmm. Um, as there were some of the same old pieces of shit. 
Uh, and it, it basically surrounded Sad Kalazanac again. Right. And Rob Holding, um, who obviously were both here when we had our problems uh, defensively, um, very much in the forefront of everyone's mind. Um, Rob Holden got muscled by Mikel Antonio. There's no way about it. And right. Sayed Kalajanac caused the frantic play uh, at the beginning of that move. Right. Other than that, we were pretty comfortable Right. Uh, for the most part. We should have scored a few goals. They did hit the uh, crossbar from a header as well. Right. Um, so we just we weren't as strong as we were. Gabriel still looks excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he played very well. Um, Aubameyang missed a couple of chances he, he probably could have had. No, 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 no. Abba got that Fortnite money now, so he fucked off. He don't care no more. <laughs> it's bullshit. He got that Fortnite money. Did you watch the the video after he signed the contract? Yes, I, I did. It brought a little tear to my eye. A little tear to EA. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, he needs to score daddy fucking valuable <laughs> fantasy points, and he also needs to make sure daddy hits his fucking bets, which he didn't this week, because somebody just got paid Fortnite money and said, fuck you, Big Sam. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tierney went down in the warm-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, with another hip injury, which is what the problem was when he arrived from Celtic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope they can get that worked out, worked out quickly, because the more we have to play with Kalazanac, the worse off we're going to be. Right. Uh, especially with Liverpool coming up. I'm sure that if Tierney is not fit by Monday, you will see the likes of Maitland-Niles or or a system change in general and Saka going back to that wingback role um, right. that he was playing kind of pre COVID um, and doing so well with when Kel Arteta first arrived. It may not be what Saka wants to do, but it's what's best for the fucking team. It's it's what's going to be needed, and you just, you sell it to him. You have to. You're part of the team, motherfucker. Do your job. Right. End of story. Other than that, you know, uh, all rumors of of a bust, you know, of problems between Ceballos and Nketiah, which we talked about last week with the Mm -hmm. pre-match shoving and and all that kind of stuff. Last week, when Ceballos came on, his first pass was to Nketiah. This week, Passes up a decent chance for himself because Nketiah was in a better position. Very professional. They hugged afterwards after the Instagram post uh, earlier in the week of them hugging after the game. <laughs> Everything's fine, you know, now. Yep. So, which is which is great to see and good for him to get some confidence and, and get on the score sheet, especially a winner. West Ham did look much more organized this time as compared to their opener where they were very helter-skelter and got honestly picked apart like crazy by Newcastle. But... Overall, I think it was a, a decent performance for us, and um, it, we should have killed the game off and didn't. They're they're a professional club, and they're managed by an old school manager. Yep, they are going to try every week. The problem is, is their club has taken away all the pieces to help them be successful. And it won't matter. There will be games like this where they'll be in it, and you'll go, "Well, it seems like there's something." And we could have almost had them. It's because you could have had them if you had the right pieces. If you had well, the, the right, it just the other problem is you're absolutely right. But the other problem is is I don't think David Moyes knows how to work with a player like Manuel Lazzini. No, who could have offered the flair to change that game? Yeah, well, especially if the defense is fucking off the whole time too. Like it's an opportunity to put in someone who's going to attract more attention to him exactly. and open up spaces on the field. Hundred percent. The other piece of all of that is we're just waiting for West Ham to now sell Jared Bowen so they can fuck off into the championship next season. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> they bought him last season, so that ain't going to happen. Nice rebound for... Don't put it past them. That's true. I forgot this is fucking the new dumpster S- fire. Smokey's up there pulling the, his ginger yeah, hair out the, now. The new, the new dumpster fire, and speaking of the old dumpster fire, um, great rebound for Brighton. A bit surprising from Newcastle. You thought, okay... 
there was a nice, solid professional win. I'm not expecting you to win all your games, Newcastle, but I'm at least expecting you to look halfway decent. If it somebody like was shit. worse, than, if somebody was worse than Manchester United this week, it was Newcastle. They looked terrible. It was really bad. They were two nil down within seven minutes. Yeah, no shots on target, and it really sums everything up. Yeah, yeah, it, it was pitiful. Yeah, uh, it was uh, a another, terrible performance. Another brace in this game that was uh, yep. Neil. Uh, uh, no ne- pay, right? <laughs> Neil make less. Make less. That's right. <laughs> Neil make less. <laughs> Got the uh, brace, and it was it was over quick. It was over real quick. Uh, Saint Maximum goes out with an injury as well, which doesn't help. That's you know that's a cringer. Uh, they've they've got plenty of players. I'm just a little surprised with that. That just I don't expect you to win, but at least lose two to one and look like you have some resolve. That was very much a head scratcher. Yep. Uh, if I was a Newcastle, if I was a Newcastle fan, I look at the first week and go, "That was great. What the fuck was that?" You know. Yeah. And, and maybe that's what their season is this year. Maybe it's just continuously that big fucking W for Villa. Yes, another rugby tackle. You you want to talk about at the end of the season what keeps you in seventeenth instead of eighteenth? It's, it's beating this. it's beating blades at the start of the season. Yep. One nothing because one of their players got a red card and you took advantage of it. Oh boy, did he ever! Yeah, those first eleven minutes and fifty nine seconds though, it was bang average from both teams. Oh god, oh, yeah. yeah, it screamed no no. Uh huh. It screamed no no. One hundred percent. Yeah, and then. Was it Johnny Egan? It was Johnny yeah. Egan. Uh, Mr. Ru- rugby tackle? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, off. he uh, he was grabbing on to uh, Johnny Watkins. Like Ollie Watkins. Is it Ollie? Yeah, it's Ollie I Watkins. I was, I'm in the car when I typed this up. It was autocorrect. Yeah. Fucking yeah, autocorrect. Let's just go by Watkins. I know it's Watkins. It was cute, auto-correct. Oh, I loved his hair. <laughs> so Johnny was coming around and Watkins was headed towards the goal and he was on, he was on scoring move and wrapped his arm completely around him. Now, after that, it didn't like much because Watkins was fighting back, but the initial grab was he had his arm completely, completely around, around him. him. Yeah. Like Watkins <clears throat> had just stolen his candy bar and he was trying to get it back from him. Yep. If you're going at goal and you're between the pipes and going right at goal, it does not matter. Yeah. If you fucking pull on somebody, no matter how hard or soft it is, you're getting the fucking red. Well, the, com- the commentators were yeah. like, oh, that doesn't seem like much. And doesn't the matter if it's was soft. Like, no, that's a red card. Well, cl- clear and obvious. They called and gave yeah. a red card on the pitch. So now VAR has to prove that it was clearly and obviously not a red card. Now, and you, you could not. That. You could no. not. So I, uh-uh. cred- I, for the most, I hate to say it, there's a whole season for him to fuck off. Yeah. VAR for the most part getting it fucking right. Yeah, those those couple of penalty decisions, like I said, are were, were kind of garbage. No. Target <laughs> not later, kind of garbage. Target later garbage. in the game got a yellow card because he it was an accidental trip up. Guy was going to score. I don't think Target did it on purpose. VAR said, yeah, it's a yellow card. It's not a red. I was just about to say, yeah, a natural tangle of legs. Uh huh. And not a an action. It, it's a foul because you hindered the movement of an opponent. Right. But it's not a red. Yeah. But it's also with inside the box, and I believe inside the box, uh, double uh, jeopardy comes into play. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. it's it's a even if it is a clear and obvious scoring ad- advantage, you get a yellow because we're giving you the penalty. Well, the double jeopardy rule, right? right. Which they they brought which in. Which yeah. penalty didn't matter because Martinez. You God, are welcome. That was a sexy save. Uh, that was like it was a co- fully in air. Like it, it was a comfortable uh, height for a goalkeeper, though. Uh, in injury time, I want you to kind of tell her his story with yeah. Arsenal yeah, and, and, the, and kind of what a class act yeah. he's been. In 100%. Stuff. And it, it, it definitely is wonderful to see. I'm happy for him. 
also brought a little tear to my eye. Mm. It's a shame that Taylor also doesn't have him on his fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was a great game. Villa finally got some shots on goal. We didn't make a whole lot, but the one we did make was Mings flicking it, doing that little backhead flick. Yeah, and so Conza was in the right spot at the right time and just bam, and he, but he right rose well. I mean, there was a Sheffield United defender actually there, mm-hmm. but from a, such an organized outfit like Sheffield United, you got to believe that Tyron Mings shouldn't be getting on to that first ball in the first place. Right. Um, it was a good I run from say, him. Sheffield had great defense. I yeah, mean, they always one do. One man down. It was they. Mm-hmm. What is it? They parked right in front yeah, of the par- goal. They parked the bus. And it they it was. And they had got, a cut. They had a couple of chances on the break as well. I mean, it could, could also just been, right. And just Jack been, Jack exhausted was as well because Jack that's what ultimately happened. Yeah, and and Jack was terribly unlucky. Oh, he was. Um, he had so a few frustrated. shots, especially towards the end of the game, to kill it yeah. off. Yeah. You would have really liked to have seen Villa kill this game off towards the end. Yeah, it just didn't happen. That second goal would have been nice. Yeah, uh, Davis had, had more, a straightaway at yep. goal that he missed. It felt like we had more attempts on goal in that game than we did like five weeks combined last year, last season. Yeah. Well, the beauty there, you know what that makes us? A No Malort Monday. No Malort Monday. Woo! No Malort Monday. We are all two games in, kids, and we haven't had to do a shot of Malort yet. Well, we one, but you know, that's pretty nice. Uh, last one, City Wolves. Didn't know what City team was going to show up. And a very eccentric one with those shirts. Uh, but it's weird because we saw kind of both city teams we expected to show up. Yeah. We saw the one that's going to be world beaters in the first half. And then we saw the ones who that, might be a little shaky in the second missed, half. That missed Americ Laporte and David Silva. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. But um, first half, they look brilliant. World beaters. Like, yeah. hand them the fucking title right now. They look that fucking good. But at the same time, the normal, organized, energetic, footballing Wolves team that we've come to expect over the last couple of seasons didn't show up today at all. Well, second half. They yeah, showed up I mean, the they showed up half. a little bit. Uh, yeah. But Jimenez, the, the one that comes to mind was the one crossed in from the right-hand side yeah. that he hit with his left foot and went wide. He at least tests the goalkeeper. Yeah. Make the you know, make there was save. one or two in the first half that he had chances weren't even on target. And it's like, that. Eh, it's not them. And then he found his rhythm, I guess you'd say. Right. Brilliant fucking header. Brilliant yeah. header to score that goal. Jesus, stoppage time, deflection, unlucky for the, for the third from Wolves. It re- honestly could have been worse. You know what that was? Again, valuable fantasy points. Right. Um, in, a, in a losing effort. But that, yeah, I mean that was it. They they city do look different without David Silva, um, and they're going to have to play a little bit differently. It was weird to of see course. De Bruyne that far forward. He's always in and amongst it, you know, going forward. But he's he's one that's normally that link up between. And Silva was the guy today. It was Foden who was the link up, and De Bruyne was the guy. Right. And I don't know if he didn't have enough time on the ball. I don't know, but those opening fifteen minutes or so. There was a couple of misplaced passes that you normally don't see from him. Um, also, Gundogan uh, popped positive, so I think they went with uh, uh, Fernandinho and uh, and Foden and and yeah, Rodri. Rodri, I think Gundogan kind of does a lot of that thankless work in the middle that might have helped, and Foden could have been a bit more creative. Could be, yeah. Yeah, Fernandinho, I think, was part of the back three with John Stones and Nathan. Yeah, Ake, that's right, he was. Yeah, and not in the midfield. Right. Um, I think it was Rodri. Phil Foden and Kevin De Bruyne down the spine. Yeah. Uh, and outside, you had Raheem Sterling. 
Honestly, I didn't know who the guy was on the other side. <coughs> so, no, um, Mendy was on the pitch as well. Mendy was playing uh, one Benjamin, of the wings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Benjamin yeah. Uh, Mendy was on the uh, left wing-back role. Yeah, yeah. wing-back role, yeah. The... And then Jesus Aguero is out for a few weeks. Right. And, yeah. again, Jesus waited until stoppage time to get his goal. Yeah. So He's, he's going to get every chance to be the starter on that team with Aguero out. I mean, uh-huh. and also Aguero aging. They're gonna, he's going to try to let him do it, but if he doesn't start being more convincing sooner, yep. he isn't going to have that job for much longer. Nope. And did you see, I loved the way in which the penalty was given away. Did mm-hmm. you notice this? No, I, this, I was listening to it because I was driving. When he slid in, right? Mm-hmm. And De Bruyne obviously got there first, was faster. It was a definite penalty. He slid, caught De Bruyne, missed the ball. And as he's sliding... Right, he'd already swung his leg and caught De Bruyne. As he's sliding, he straightened his legs back out and lifted his hands, saying, "I didn't do anything," while <laughs> still sliding. <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Fantastic. I love the the play's not even over, and you're already saying you didn't do something. Guess what that means? You definitely you fucking did, did something. Time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. Uh, Graham was the only one who hit. Yep. Everybody else missed. About to say what little y'all know. All right. So real quick, I forgot to do this last week. Uh, tradition here on the DU football show is when Sam and I always go to the horse track. We always have a drink. After we have that first drink, we uh, then set it aside as the cup of losers. So we feed the horse racing gods losers in hopes that they will be looked down upon us graciously and give us winners later in the day. So we have our sports direct coffee mug here that we fill with losing bets. That was Overfull last year, overflowing last year. Yeah, and big time, I especially two, for me. I have two to put in because I lost last week, which was my bad for picking a new dude is what I wrote there because <laughs> I picked uh, Werner to score in his first match. And uh, my bad for picking a guy who signed a new deal and doesn't care anymore, which is your boy, uh, Bobby Yang. Not true. Well, until he starts scoring me fantasy points and hitting bets for me, I'm going to say he's already mailed it in. Well, I think that you should just—he did score you fantasy points because he had an assist. So I think you should check your facts and fucking uh, pay attention to what's going on. Third round, third pick overall. I expect goals every week. Chop, chop, get to it, motherfucker. It's a team sport, and um, you should just be grateful that you have someone of such quality. If you don't want him, I will be more than happy to take him off your hands. No more goals <laughs> now. All right, what you bet this week, killer? Tottenham to beat Newcastle. That way, even if I lose it, I'm happy. Okay, I heard. Uh, but also parlay that with Everton to beat Crystal Palace in the rubbing of the other thigh. Heard <laughs> I rubbing guess of the you'd other say, thigh. Uh, to it. Arsenal, Liverpool, who you can't pick a clear winner in that one for sure. Uh, heard. Um, that gives me plus 203. So Tottenham to beat Newcastle and Everton to beat Palace. <laughs> um, any score doesn't matter. Any goal scores doesn't matter. Plus 203. Very good. Well, Pat risking a hundred dollars. Very good. Well, Pat had a uh, chance at a draw, which he'll mention in his email. But the late winner made it a loser and finds himself down a hundred and eighteen bucks. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick of the week. A new season, old rules don't apply. Well, I was several minutes away from hitting my Arsenal draw this past week to for three hundred and fifty dollars. I bet Graham's butt was puckering in that match. Little squeaky bum time. Little squeaky bum time. So this week, I'm going to do what I said I was never going to do again. Bet on Chelsea. 
I just don't see any way around it. Saturday, we have West Brom versus Chelsea, and I'm going to take Chelsea minus the 250 to win 100. If they lose or draw, I reinstate my rule from last year. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week, boys. Just so you all know, also just give a quick shout out, even though they don't pay us and they should. Uh, for To get the odds that we use on the show, we go to us.888sport.com. Excellent. Working on uh, trying to get us someone to uh, sponsor that old betting segment. That'd be nice. Yeah, we'd use nice. the money. We are working on that one. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, everybody, this is this is a tell. If we end up getting it, we need you to use it and bet. 100%. It's the only way we'll fucking keep them. Right. I mean, I'll probably put enough money in to support them for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we know Pat will. <laughs> As I've mentioned many, many times, your boy got Fortnite money, and that's why I didn't hit so I'm down uh, 200 bucks, and I need to shut you the fuck up. No big Sam's lock of the week. Picking one of the same games you're picking as well. Picking the Toffees this week to win over Palace with Richie to score Richarlison at a plus 300. Wow. Look at he, that. He hasn't been scoring. Got great fucking odds on it. And. I don't know why they would give great odds on it because he's constantly around the net and you're just like, the goal's coming. Like, right. it's going to happen. Could be. No. Or he's just in his slump early. Oh, heard. <laughs> now, that was a really good segment. It is. It always is. But we give you more. We give you Kitty the Chicken. Call out a dramatic pause. <laughs> so Kitty was not glad all over <laughs> as Palace shocked Man United, and we came back to a trashed coop with handles of Tito's and shredded Red Bull cans all over the place. Who do you think was over this weekend, Sam? Well, it had to be Jamie motherfucking uh, Vardy. Now, first, I gave Kitty an earful for throwing ragers with foxes while we are at home. Second, I gave her Arsenal heading to Liverpool. Now, Kitty uh, went into her coop, pulled out the iPad, and showed me a YouTube of the 2019 Golden Globes with Daniel Craig and Idris Elba sitting next to one another. That's the one where they were doing the James Bond bit, remember? Now, I don't know if you remember when you watched that bit, but if you look very closely at the feet between them, there's a little pillow with Kitty sitting right there. And since uh, they support Liverpool and Arsenal, respectively, all I can guess is that Kitty is going to pull a draw. Very good. That I'd would be take a draw at this point. First draw of the season since there hasn't been a draw yet. I would take yeah. a draw at this point. So uh, everybody, always remember to please responsibly drink and gamble. Yeah, you forgot it earlier. And legally, by the way. And legally. I always got your background. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Your boy is 2-0. Heard your boy is 2-0. The other boy is not. <laughs> yeah, lost lost the close one. It's early season. We'll be all right. Inch or a mile, my friend. Inch or a mile. This week saw Mr. Alberto take you out uh, to go top of the table, actually, with a plus 92 point differential. Uh, Allen, another Everton supporter with Carlos Brown in second place after winning his match, plus 72 uh, differential me remaining in third at a plus 65. So it is only a matter of time uh, for me to take over top spot. And then the main medicine man, 
Smokey. Yeah. Also 2-0. and Nice. Even better than his own team. Wow. Very well done, mate. Uh, a host of people on three points, but JB, the fantasy guru, mm-hmm. has yet to register a win. What? Oh, no. Nothing. Taylor, death by proxy is the new name. <laughs> Which I, Son of a bitch. I thought you would appreciate. That's um, hysterical. How Rob, uh, Rob uh, with Gunner Tech uh, in 15th. And uh-huh. then dead last, bringing up the old caboose, is our boy Russ. Oh, not Wait, going well, Russ. So you're telling me so far I have drafted a better team than Russ and Rob? Yes. Nice. All of you are 0 2, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't care about that. Just oh, that, that she did better. Lindsay beat. Oh, I'm happy and sad. I'm happy and sad. Yes. You are happy and sad. And Lindsay is bang average in ninth. <laughs> Heard. All right. Uh, I, I do need to just say one thing real yes. quick. God damn it, Russ. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> Heard. Heard. <laughs> well, that's going to about wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Yeah. Um, Tottenham think they have had a successful window because they signed a 31-year-old golfer. Yeah. Who left with no trophies and came back with a bunch of trophies from another club. I think this was on the cards last summer when they built their new training facility. There is a pitch and putt in the front yard. (laughs) So I think they knew it was coming. It is very funny. The meme that was floating around that also makes me laugh is uh, the reason I'm rejoining Tottenham is a picture of Gareth Bale in the kit. Yep. Uh, The reason I'm rejoining Tottenham uh, is because my I feel like this is my home. And also, we don't compete for trophies, so I'll have more time to work on my golf game. (laughs) Yes. Damn. Damn. Along with Bielsa, I have another arm. Put that straight in my veins. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Uh, I fucking love it, too. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us, boys and girls. Next up is Injury Time, where we discuss the beers we've been drinking tonight and preview the upcoming uh, weekend's matches. And uh, until next week, everybody. Leeds You're really proud of yourself on that one. Very funny. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, A.A. the fucking goo.